4: everybody. Welcome to another episode of the full-time show after Burnley lose at home against Leicester City. And let's call a spade a spade. That was fucking shit. They were dreadful. They deserved to get beat. In fact, I've written some notes. Shite, because that's what it was. It was absolutely shite. As you can see, there's an arm here. We were going to be a bit professional and bring him in, but we couldn't get him completely out of the shot. Um, But I'm here in Simon's homemade studio. Um, I'll just get your thoughts on it then, Simon. I've said we're going to call a spade a spade and call them shit. They were shit. What did you think of the game? Uh,
1: I'll come closer so hopefully the mic can pick me up. Uh, Basically, yeah, I've, I've disappointed with it the minute we walked in the joint uh, the minute we walked into the stadium the, the atmosphere was flat because of the tannoy I don't know what was going on there well they announced it pre-game didn't they saying there were some issues
4: with it so I don't know what
1: that was about well it was horrendous and I didn't realise how much of an impact that makes to the atmosphere of the ground because it was so awkward um, so I don't think the fans out if i honest and I'm obviously one of them fans so I'm going to go up myself for that but it just didn't feel like an evening game at Turf Moor and the, the performance showed that in my opinion <laughs>
4: Uh, where do you think it went wrong then on the pitch because for me I I see why Dash has changed it up you can't see me yeah I see why Dash has changed it up because of the games in quick succession you know we played what were it Sunday Tuesday or Sunday Wednesday then Saturday Tuesday so it's catching up on us and I think that showed pretty much for like 90 minutes but I'll be asking questions that ask because he's changed side that's been very, very good over the last few games and it just didn't look as good. Westie in the middle, I didn't think was as good with, as as what Corky would have been. Um Maxwell, I love him and I get sick for criticising him, but I'm going to criticise him again. He was dog shit. He was really, really poor today. Yeah, absolutely. I,
1: I've, I've said this, not just this game, I've said it two or three, even the games that we've won recently and it's hard to criticise, I was saying to Robert, that you've got 10 minutes of corny in every match where you think... It looks special, but then he just seems to phase out as the rest of the match goes on. Um, I do think that we missed certain aspects of today where it's like we're missing with Jack Cork. Is it that he wasn't playing? Uh, I'm a big fan everyone knows that of Jack Cork and what he brings to, to the midfield partnership. Um, but yeah, there are too many sort of like stale performers today. We couldn't get the ball on the floor. But I do think hats off need to be sort of like, we need to give praise to Leicester because as soon as we got in there, half there weren't just one on us, there weren't just two on well, us, three players.
4: Relentless. That's they... what I mean about they, they had a week off, they yeah. didn't play on Saturday, so they just looked more up for it because they had more energy. I feel 100%. And I think that
1: unfortunately, we, we couldn't, we didn't have any options, we weren't putting the ball in the box enough. Because for me, every time we put the ball in from a corner or a set piece, they couldn't handle it and we didn't take advantage of it. So for me, I would like to have seen the ball come in a lot more, uh, from the wing back positions. Um, Roberts and Taylor, I think it would like to I'd like to have seen a deeper cross from them too. Um but yeah, I mean it is frustrating and you can't criticise change too much because I'm one of them that thinks if it's not broke, don't fix it. If, it's, if it's broke, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and I kind of got frustrated with it at points because we won 3-0 and then he it changed his team. Yeah. Then we go on and win at Spurs and now we changed the team again. And and this This is where you can argue that, for me, change isn't good. Uh, But in recent performances, I I couldn't even say that.
4: But, yeah. Yeah, for me, I think the changes... I understand why the changes were done. However, I feel that it was the changes that ended up losing us that game because some of the people that came in didn't do a very good job. We're getting some comments saying, Matt Lawcock who's let us down, he was supposed to be on the show, he says hello, at least he's here. Hopefully, you've got back to your car yet, mate. Then he goes on to say, shite doesn't describe it. Obviously, that's going back to when I held my screen. Your camera goes out of focus a lot, doesn't it? By the way,
1: it's because there's two of it. No, there, oh, you it? There,
4: there you go. There you um, Ujala says normal service resumes at the turf. Yeah, we did look like we did in the first half of the season. There, I think in this season uh, in in that game. Sorry, you're dogging your garden, put me off. Um, we did we did look like we did. We looked like we did uh, against Leicester against Leicester. Well, yeah, we looked like we did against Leicester. We looked like we did against Leeds. We looked like we did against Newcastle. Um, Matt Lawcock, he's, he's busy in the comments. Get your comments in like, as, as much as Matt, if you can. He says, very quiet was MC. Obviously, we referring to Maxwell Coney, not you know MC Shock. I've um, heard about the uh, announcer at <laughs> True. He won that spot on as well, it to be fair. Uh, Martin McCabot says, totally shite. If I could just literally do a, a, a full-time show and go shite and then turn it off, I would do. Um, Matt Lowcock says he could he could be on if he gets back to calling in time. It could be on. He says, I'm in the car on the way home now. Uh, if I get back in time, we will be on. But I just want to quickly, before we bring in the guests that have actually showed up, Matt, uh, I just quickly want to bring in the um, what do you want to call it, the league table. There we go. Because, of course, uh, this is painful for doing this. This is very painful, but we have, of course, missed a very good opportunity to climb out of the bottom three. That was one of the games in hand. We had three gaming in hand on Brentford. It's now only two. However, we've got two games in hand on Brentford, and we've got to play them. So they are still very, very catchable, despite all the doom and gloom that my dad was uh, giving me on, on the on the on the way home. Um, you think I'm negative? Honestly, I would, I would listen to my dad thinking, "What? A, oh, it, it, that's just where I get it from, Dad." Yeah, if you're yeah. listening, which I, I know he watches, or you be listening at a later time. Uh, Laura's in the chat. She says, "All right, lads, no, Laura." I'm not. But yeah, let's just have a look at the league table. Then again, Norwich bottom on 17 points. Watford second bottom on 19 points. Then is us. Then is us. Then comes us on 21 points. Then Everton on 22. Everton now have a game in hand on us. So, Uno reverse. They've got a game in hand on us. We've still got a game in hand on Leeds. We're just one point above us. Sorry, two points above us. And with three points behind Brentford with two games in hand and got them to play. Then come Newcastle on 25. But uh, let's be fair. We can count Newcastle out of it. So, let's bring some guests in. I'm going to go in the order of what it is on the bottom of my screen. So that means that first is going to be, and those of you who listen to the podcast regularly or watch alongs will be aware, you will recognise him. It is Neil Layfield. Welcome back to the podcast, Neil. I've Sorry, mate. Your, your mic's muted. Caught not mute guess because they chose to mute themselves.
2: There you, go. Come on. There, you there you go.
4: On. You can tell he's been away for a while. You can tell he's been away for a while. What did you think of that one then, mate?
2: It just it's hard to say something different to what you said but completely flat I didn't know about the stadium answer but I thought that I mean it's well and too me sitting inside which I'm, telling you, I'm not a fan at the stadium but I thought the stadium was dead quiet compared to what it has been so yeah but I didn't know about the stadium answer I thought they just looked knackered I thought the players just looked knackered and i wouldn't contradict myself here in that you've got to rotate to keep the freshness going but again why rotate when we've just found with them for the last couple of games, but the midfield just looked like The second half, particularly, I thought Brown looked like he was running through car. There was just nothing there, there was nothing left to give. And, yeah, uh, I just agree don't with that. Have, have you just,
4: got to ask questions of uh, Dice for changing it? Or no, just going back to what you just said there quickly, you were talking about changing it. Have we got to ask questions of Dice for changing it, or can you see why you did it changed I can see
2: too, both sides of the fence. I can see both sides, but maybe it changed too much for the last. If that makes sense, maybe he should have just maybe kept Jane and just made, honestly brought Taylor back and just tried to keep that sort of, His um, game's looked really good over the last few weeks as well, and his playing with, with Edwards has been really good, but just while you're about Corny there, I question how fit he's been, because I'm I'm not convinced we've got 90 minutes out of him since his hand, and I, I love the guy. It, that's what it wants to me, I don't, I don't think it's, that I mean, saying, I think it's down to tiredness. That's what it was for me.
4: Yeah, I agree with you there on Corny. I think he's been poor. Um, but, you know, he's, he's clearly got it in his locker, hasn't he? We know he's good enough. Um, we know he's good enough. So I do you think he's either got an injury or he's really, really tired. Neil, I've just muted you because we're getting some echo. That's not your issue. It's our issue. Um, so I'll just mute you while I do this bit. But um, just there's some uh, comments coming in. Matt Lawcock says, Who are the gaming hands now? Uh, we've still got to play Everton. That's one of them. Um, Leicester, well, we thought that one. We had Leicester, and is it Villa? Yeah. I think it's Villa, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So Everton at home and Villa. Um Simon's give me some ratings. Are there your ratings, yeah. or are there are there right? So let's have a look at Simon's ratings. He's got his little pad, so we'll, we'll show the camera. There is midfield ratings. He says Brownhill seven point one. These are very specific. No, seven out of ten. Oh, seven out of ten. I thought it was seven point ten. Then six out of ten. Cornier, 5 out of 10. I think that's generous. Uh, Lennon, 8 out of 10. Lennon was easily the best. Let's be fair. Lennon was easily the best of the midfield. Um, Neil, your thoughts on Simon's... Mute myself too early. Your thoughts on Simon's sort of like midfield ratings there that we've just read out?
2: Yeah, I agree. Cornier, probably a bit generous. Uh, but you don't want to criticise him too much. But uh, you know, Lennon was superb, I thought. And uh, the only thing I can say about Lennon is his final ball didn't make it once apart from that offside Cornigo. Um, he was just over hitting him, but he, he looked fresh, he looked sharp. Um, but as much as he's performing, I don't think it's a good sign when your best midfielder is 30 odd whatever he is. You need some younger blood in there. He should be your best fielder for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do love that It's definitely like, a little bit generous corner Cornet, but you don't want to criticise him too much.
4: No, well, I've done that once on Twitter already. I've got absolute pelters. Um, yeah, well, that's what
2: it's
4: yeah. another one of Simon's comments is he was offside more than Wood, and he was offside a lot today, weren't yeah, he? He was. seemed
2: to be offside. Is that exactly what I said? I, said watching wood again.
4: I think every Burnley fan said it to be fair, because my dad said it as well. Yeah. We'll have a look at some comments again. So, Neil, I'll just quickly mute you again before we uh, wrap up with you. Um, Nathan Woodward, I'll tell you what, Neil, I'll bring you back in a second because Nathan Woodward, he's asked, do you think we will go down? It seems to be a question that we get after every single fucking game and I understand why we get it. Um, I felt like, I've said it before and I'll say it again, momentum's a big thing in football um, and I felt like we had the momentum. I felt like we had it this week, um, but I I feel like we've kind of lost it now. You know what I mean? I feel like we may have lost it. Because we're going to go and get this, we're going to go and get a pace off Chelsea, aren't we? Let's be fair. Um, so, are we, Neil? Like I said, I'll, I'll let you answer that question before we wrap up with you. Um, do you think we will go down now after that performance?
2: No, because we've because we know we're capable of performing our way for the last few games. Um, and for us to go down, it we rely on everyone around us to win the rest of their games, which they're not going to do. Everton are in free fall. Leeds are get a new manager boss. But then again, they might not. So, um, I'd be more worried about if I was Everton the league. I think Newcastle probably done enough to get out of it. But Norwich, Brentford and Watford, I'd say, are probably worse than us. Um, but all the season performances haven't been that bad. It's just been turning draws into wins. So, we know, and the last, as I said, the last few games, we know we can do it. So, if we haven't done it all last few games, then probably I'd say, yeah, we're going down. But we know we can do it and we'll, we'll, we'll do it again. It's just... Uh, it just yeah, you know what it's like when I mean, you defeat everyone's like, Oh shit, we're down. And then when I am in, everyone's like, well, we're staying up. So
4: Yeah, it's football fandom in a nutshell at the minute. It? But it's thanks a lot, Neil for coming on. Thanks for coming on. It's good to have you back, mate. And obviously me and Neil have been just just this 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 discussing on DMs. He will be back on Turfcast a bit more over the next few weeks. So thanks for coming on, mate. I really do appreciate no, that. It's good it? to have you back. No, uh, and i will no. to see you again soon. Um Jimmy, I'm gonna bring you back in, in a minute, because I'm gonna say back in, in for the first half because uh, I want you to answer that question as well. Um, just got some more comments coming in before I do. Turf Morehouse TV. Uh, you'll you'll if you see the show a lot, you'll you'll know Danny says, Get Chelsea out of the way, give the lads a rest we a little lethargic tired, blowing out of his arse. I added that bit for emphasis. Started to see cracks in Westwood's game. Um, yeah, I completely agree with all of that to be honest. Uh, we were knackered today, we we're really, really poor. Um, Ujala, uh, again, I, I say this every week, but I apologize if I'm butchering your name there, mate. Um, what use is Stevens? No use. Um, he then goes on to say, I can't see us getting out of the bottom three again. I'm, I'm, I see where Neil's coming from. I feel right now that we will ah, stay up. I, I said it today on Sky Sports. i want Sky Sports today, I don't tell you. Um, but I, I think we'll stay up because we've played well recently. I'm going to bring you back in, Simon, actually, before we bring Jimmy in. Let's get that question back up again from Nathan Woodward. Do you think we will go down?
1: So I asked, said it last week after a victory. Um, obviously, I answered quite a lot because you asked me quite a lot. But i answered it last week after victory i'm i'm even after defeat today my opinion has not changed i don't think we are going down i don't feel like there's an atmosphere around the whole fan base that thinks we can go down ever. um i know there's negativity but there'd be negativity for we were eighth um i genuinely think that we have enough to stay up and i think the morale in general is quite high we will be deflated by today's performance and, and the result but i don't think ultimately it will define our season this game
4: no, yeah, fair enough. This season won't define our game. It, i tell you what will define our game. That game against Brentford, we really, really do need to need to uh, get into that and still still have them catchable and then potentially, you know, stuff them like we did against Brighton. I've just put a link in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. If you want to come on the show and have your say, click that comment. It's on your screen now. All right, you can't click it on your screen, but if you find it in the comments, I'd pin it if I know how to, um, then you can click on there. You'll pop up and I'll be able to bring you in um in a little bit but jimmy i'm gonna bring you in so let's get that comment back up on screen um jimmy welcome to the show it's the first time you've been on this show you have been on turfcast before as you can see by the proud flag in the background he is uh American. what were your thoughts on the game
3: uh poor it was i think fatigue was definitely a main part of it um was it fourth game in like 12 days or whatever uh the guys were definitely tired um uh, could have been way worse if pope wasn't a savior in the first half yeah. so good point you know we've um, not mentioned pope that, was yeah, well yeah we've not yeah pope that. kept us in the game um he definitely kept us in it but it was poor everywhere i mean wake horse didn't do much really couldn't do much and yeah i think fatigue is the the main main take source of
4: this game, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. they were I'm, just
3: you could um, just
4: tell you've got headphones in Jimmy so I'm being brave and I'm leaving both microphones on because we haven't got headphones in here because there's two of us, <laughs> so there shouldn't be any echo because Jimmy's got microphones. In. Is if there is echo, quickly put it in the comments and then I can, I can um quickly you know, um, mute a mic, adjust, adjust. Um, I don't think I actually asked you the question, Jimmy Do you think we will go down as of now, right now, do you think they're only getting relegated?
3: No, I don't think so. It's going to be close, but I don't think so. I don't. It's going to be tight. I mean, everyone's saying Leeds is going to get a new management bounce, but I don't think you're going to because that guy got sacked from RB Leipzig just this year in the Bundesliga, and I I don't think so. I, I don't think they'll get a big bounce like everyone's saying.
4: You know what? I agree with you there. I'm working Leeds. I've been talking to a few Leeds fans this week, and he is the best thing. That ever happened to that football club, or at least in the last thirty years. That you know, like how how the the uh, the Burnley side is personified through Dash's personality. It's exactly the same with Beelsborough Leeds. It's going to be so difficult for them to bounce back, uh, and they might get a bit of a new manager bounce for like two three weeks, but I don't think he's going to turn it round. I think he's going to they're going to continue to ship goals. I do think Bielsa would have turned it round though, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I just want to go back as yeah. well. I'm going to obviously ask, ask Neil some similar, uh, ask you some similar questions to what I asked Neil. Um, and a perfect example here is Nathan Woodward. He says, I would have started Jack Cork tonight instead of Westwood. Me and Neil and I asked as well spoke about um, the changes that was made, uh, the changes that were made in the side. Do you think guys should have made those changes or uh, would you have stuck with the same team?
3: I think the only reason why Cork wasn't in the team was because he's played in three straight matches in less than a week. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why. He's, what, 31, 32? He he wouldn't make it the whole game if he played today.
4: Yeah, well, he's – So, I think he was kind of – I think
3: he – Yeah, I think he was kind of forced. I mean, Taylor was an obvious switch with Peters being out. And – I mean, we haven't even talked about Ben Me could be out long term, long term. So Shit, yeah. we don't know Shit. what that is.
4: You know what? I forgot about that. I was start. This is- I feel like this is a therapy session because it's the first one I've done of these after a defeat, and I'm-, <laughs> I'm actually enjoying talking about it in a weird way. So like thrashing it out. Um, but um, yeah, Ben Me, that's brought me back down to earth actually a little I- bit. I forgot about. I'm that. not yeah.
3: too con- I'm not too concerned about Ben Me potentially being out long term. So I think Collins is great. But who's yeah. going to play on the left side? Because Tarkey doesn't look comfortable on the left hand side.
4: No, yeah. Because he was playing on the um, left hand side when. Yeah, because so. I, I saw that they had to switch when he came on. Um, obviously, you're based in America, as you can see, as we've explained, as you can tell by the accent. Um, obviously, you'd have watched it then on the. Is it like the Peacock
3: NBC streaming
4: thing that you've got over
3: there? Yeah. Um, NBC offers. Well, they show some games on TV, but every Premier League game is available on Peacock. It's a streaming yeah. service. So, what were what were the
4: commentators over there saying about the game? What were their thoughts on the game? How did they take it?
3: Um, they they're not worried about Burnley either. I'm quite surprised they said that, honestly, because well, it's the commentators over here is Tim Howard, one of us, great goalkeeper, played for Everton, and um, the other one is Brian Higginbottom. He's a British guy. I don't know if you guys know that name, no. but um. They're both not worried about Burnley. If they play like, when, I mean, just the past few games we played great, yeah. Um, but they're not worried about us. I mean, I, they didn't score till the 80th minute, and they had super subs because they have yeah better players.
4: Yeah, it's. Um, so. I agree with that. Obviously, I remember it was like what the 70th minute when he when he brought Vardy and uh, Madison on. Vardy yeah. Madison both went on to score. Um, but I think at that point, we were looking tired, we were looking lethargic. Uh, just Let's just read some more comments out again. There's a Newcastle fan in the chat, but this one seems quite sound, so I'm going to let him stay. Uh, he says, as a team fan, we needed that result. I'm sorry, I hope you stayed with us all, I quite actually like early. But then he goes on to say, Brentford should be a good little win for you. Says, if we play it like we did over the last few games, not including um, today... Um, then yes, I think we will beat them. Um, Jimmy, who are you looking at as a team that we could potentially catch? Is it still all eyes on Brentford? Or I think Neil mentioned Everton as well. Do you think Everton? I think Everton will be okay. You've mentioned Leeds as well, so obviously you may think that Leeds could get dragged into it still.
3: Yeah, I I think Leeds and Brentford are the teams because I I really don't think they're going to get a big bounce like everybody's saying. They play Leicester this weekend, so we'll find out.
4: Yeah, a good point. Yeah, good point. But Leeds have had the week off. Ah, yeah, that's a
3: point. I'll, I'll
4: be fuming if they beat Leicester. Um, some breaking news. Middlesbrough have not Tottenham out of the FA Cup. They've beaten 1-0 after extra time. So Conte might have another bit of a bit of a paddy with that one. Um, so yeah, tell you what, Laura's in the chat. Simon's in the chat, even though he's there. Could have just, you know, chirped up. Um, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll do man of the match. Jimmy, Neil, you're still here, so I will bring you in actually again in a little bit. Jimmy, before we wrap up with you, who are you going to give man of the match? It's quite I think it's obvious who who everybody's gonna give it to.
3: I mean, I think it has to be Pope. Yeah. But you have to give an honourable mention to Lennon. Lennon was played really well. Yeah
4: Lennon Lennon was the best
3: outfield player, easily. Lennon was the best outfield player. But but
4: it's worth Pope, it's four five nil. Yeah. Yeah. Simon, do you want to come back in and quickly give you all man of the match before we say goodbye to Jimmy? Hi, Bob. Um, <laughs> yeah, so but I agree with you, mate. I think the, the way you
1: worded it there with the honourable mention, I think is the perfect way to summarise the two best players on the pitch because they were the standout performers for us. Um, I think also, though, like I, I, do, I almost feel robbed of a result But yet in the same breath, I'm saying that if it wasn't for Nick Pope, it could have been 4-0. So it doesn't really work. But I do feel that they were there for the taking today. Uh, Nick kept us in it
4: and we didn't take advantage of it. So, 100%. 100%. Totally agree with that. Jimmy, thank you very much for coming on. You've been on one of the, the fan shows, an old show that we used to do. Hopefully, Jimmy, you are up for being on more of these. I think we've said on DMs. I'm not just throwing you under the bus, there, Ariel. Yeah. Um So it's always yeah. good to get yeah. sort of like an overseas fan on to give that a perspective on, on their sort of thing. So thanks so much for coming on, Jimmy. I really appreciate it, and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Definitely. Cheers, mate. Um, Neil, I'm going to bring you back because I want to ask you your man of the match. I'll, I'll just realize I'll have to mute my microphone uh, if Neil's coming back in because me and Neil forgot to wear headphones. Um, who's your man of the match, O'Neill? Who are you going to give it to? i have just... There you go. Sorry. It's got
2: to be pop. But I agree. Outfield is winning. Um, yeah, it's got to be pop, it? I mean, you did a save. I think it was first half where it was low down. I don't know how he did that. Same thing with his wrist. It was an amazing. Save, but, uh, yeah, it's got to be pop, is Yeah, totally agree. I, I can't...
4: He's, Shows how bad we were, though, doesn't it? If Nick Pope is the man of the match and we lost 2 nil, for me, that shows how bad we actually were. Is that a fair comment, Neil?
2: Yeah, I agree, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Defence seems to go pot when, when he went off. It um, sort of disrupted it all, and then because I thought we were doing all right to that point. And that's when, uh, yeah, that's when it all went wrong for me. So, yeah, Nick Pope, if you keep losing your man of the match, you're not clever, well, are you?
4: Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, cheers, Neil. Um, it's good to get you on again. As we said earlier, I appreciate bringing you back in. You're staying in and listening. Um, I'm just going to start wrapping up now, but I've seen a comment of Nathan Woodward is something I want to discuss. Um, we are going to wrap up, so if you do want to come on the show, you've got to be quick. Just click that link that's in the comments. I want someone to be brave and actually just come on. Newcastle fan, you're not allowed. Um, anyone but the Newcastle fan uh, can come on. Um, but I'm going to start wrapping up because I've seen a comment from Nathan. Uh, thank you for all the comments, Nathan, and everyone who's been commenting. It does help the conversation flow a little bit more uh, in between guests. Um, who would you start on Saturday? Simon, I'm going to bring you back in for this one because it would be daft if it was me chatting myself. But I was going to write back to the team that they told well over the last few games. Get If Cork is back, I'm not sure if he's injured or ill. I'm not sure what's gone on there. But if Cork is back, bring Cork in, get Weston out, and I would drop Corney or have him on the wing, but I think I'd drop him
1: just because of how he seems to be such an impactful player for a short period of time. It may well be that you know Corney is a better player coming off the bench for the for you know for the short term while he gets Dash fit. I think he, I overheard someone in the stand today saying that Dash said that he needs a proper Burnley preseason. So I don't know. I might, I, maybe Corey needs a bit more time yet before I make a proper assumption on. His fitness and and, the, and his work effort, but I am sick to death of seeing him limping off at 60. you You've been subbed off, you don't need to limp all the time. Mm. Um so yeah, maybe I don't know if I rest corner, I can't make my mind up on that one. I think it's hard. Dwight's been exceptional in the last few games, and I don't think he played bad today, if I'm honest with you. I think he just got smothered every single time. He tet one think, on, tech I think two the on. Team did. I think and he the just team got smothered. Did. Um, I do think that. Bringing Jack Court back, it brings that solidarity back in the midfield that we need. Uh,
4: so, yeah, absolutely, i get Jack Court back in. Yeah, I would do that as well. Uh, for me, I'd... I'd obviously, I mean, I know this is a weird question because he is so much better than Eric Peters. And I know Peters is kind of injured as well at the minute, so I don't know what the scenario is with that. But we looked better defensively with Peters. We did, though, didn't we? All right, we played a better side today. But I'm, no, we haven't because of, of fucking Tottenham. So, that's an unusual. Oh, is that Matt? Yeah, cheers, Matt. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, it is mine as well. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, I think that's what i do. Get your comments in if you want to let us know. Um, Mick is in the chat. He says, Leeds high press and the Leicester high press we really struggled against. Good point, because that's where Leeds smothered us, at Ellen Road. Um, and that's what Leicester have done to us today. Um, so, I, th- I do think Brendan Rodgers won the tactical battle there, um, to be honest. I think Brendan Rodgers out-tactics dies. But... Would it have been so easy for them if we'd have just, you know, if we'd have just been a bit fitter? Um, Neil Layfield is still here, but he's also been an absolute trooper. He's commenting as well, so let's bring his comments in. He said he would drop corner. He clearly needs a rest. Bring in Cork and Jay and keep the rest the same. I I, I agree. I'm just playing devil's advocate a bit with the, with the Eric Peters and Charlie Taylor thing, but that's what I'd do, Neil. Um, to be honest, I would bring in... Oh, you, you're in of your own accord right. this time. What do you want to say? I want to know that what Jay Rodriguez has to do to
1: cement the place up top, because he comes in, he scores a goal, he's on the bench next game. Uh, I think it's clear to me, anyway, that if you put Jay in for a consistent amount of games, you would get a far better version of Jay Rodriguez. So I, I think that he does need three or four games running where he knows he's going to play and he can just do what he does. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what Jay has to do, because he can score and then be on the bench next game. I've never known anything like it.
4: And I, that's the point. I know we've mentioned Ben Me, but I wanna mention him again. If he is I, I like Collins, but the fact that Tarky has some I am. No. no, because you like Collins so much. Yeah, but I do think that Ben probably comes closer.
1: I do think that Ben can do more mistakes in a game than other defenders and other defenders get called out faster, is my opinion.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Mick H. He says, Can we afford to drop our top scorer right now? I think we can because he's not performing well enough. I get slagged off so much when I say that Cole is not a top goal scorer today. Right? Well, technically, he wasn't top goal scorer at yeah, the time, no, but yeah. you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> um, but I I, I think I, I just think he needs a rest more than anything. He hasn't been good enough these last few games since he's come back from AFCON and he would he poor again today. The two things that really wound me up about Corey today. That one where the ball were dropping towards him on the edge of the box and he's watching it in air, reckoning right to do a volley and some fucking Leicester player were coming up towards him. Just look down at the player. You'll see a Leicester player coming and just head it back in, get it back in the mix. And then, so he shit out with his head there and then 10 minutes later or whatever it were up the pitch, he shit out of another head there. there. Um, but um, I think we can and Laura, I think, agrees with me. She says, uh, Jay looks fitter than ever too. I presume she means it in terms of you know proper fitness. Um Neil says, we always look a bit more dynamic going forwards with Jay and his link with Vault in the last few games has been class. Yeah, maybe it's just a case of Jay and Vault work better than Corny and Vout. No, no, he's gone over there. I think that means he you don't want to be on the show anymore, so I'm going to start wrapping up. Matt Lawcock, if you are watching, this is your last chance. I'm going to read out one more comment and start doing all the things before I do go. He sent me a, a Facebook message, but I'm busy, so I can't answer it. So, Matt, if you are watching, you need to get on the show within the next two minutes. Um... One last comment. Talks has to move to the left side with me he goes off and I think Talks is never. I, I agree. That's when I was doing that before Simon sort of mentioned he weren't worried. I am worried. Um, So it is one of them. Matt said he's going to be five mins. I don't think we're going to get you on, Matt. If you're going to be five mins. I don't think I can buy five minutes here. Tell you what I'm going to do, Matt. The best I can do for you is bring in a look at the league table because I need to get that comment off so you can see it properly. Some, we've got a lot more viewers now than we did at the start when I first looked at the league table. So... Burnley are now in 18th place as they were we've missed a massive chance to climb out of the bottom three um with today's defeat um and I think that's going to be it was going to be a big psychological boost wasn't it um and I think now that is going to be um sort of like a psychological sort of like damage is that, is that what I'm trying to say um, it's going to be bad psychologically we had such a big chance um to to break out at the bottom three and we've missed it so i think that could have a a, a negative impact on the lads um so we're in 18th on 21 points then everton are directly above us on 22 points um and they now have a gaming hand on us matt is here matt is here so we're gonna have another five minutes to the show everybody everyone's buzzing um then above us on that is leeds 23 points brentford on 24 points and then Newcastle on fourteen point. Laura says, "Did you leave early today?" No, we literally live around the court. Well, I don't anymore. Simon lives round the corner, and I'm, I'm in Simon's shed, so I literally I left. I me and my dad wait about like five minutes at end the game as well. To be fair, um, just just getting annoyed and chatting, um, so we don't need to leave early. Um, but but yeah, I went a bit deep on that, didn't I? Um, Jag says hello, mates. Hello, Jag. How are you doing? Good to see you back, mate. Jag's always in the comments, no matter what video it is we're doing, and it's good to see you here. Uh, Mick Eight says, cheers, lads. obviously and was for Saturday. Turn Chelsea over and see Conte lose his mind, and he cracks himself. Too chill. Um, but Mick, good news, because we have another guest coming in. So we've got another five, ten minutes. If you want to go, feel free to go um, if we're boring you. Um, but, Matt, good to have you back. How are you doing, mate? What did you think of the show at uh, the show? The game. I not watched it. Uh, the
5: game, were, I don't know. It was one of them. You could tell we were tired, couldn't you?
4: Yeah, that's what What's we've been it? saying. You, we, we just looked knackered, didn't we?
5: Yeah, all over. I mean, I don't think it helped with Ben Mee going off. that bit of solidarity at the back, but Collins is good enough. And I don't know. I just, just think we were tired. Four games in, what, two weeks?
4: Yeah, it's four games in, like, 15 days, is it? Or 13
5: days, something like that. Yeah. Um We've been talking about Corney a lot. What, what are your thoughts on Kornay? Yeah, gone off it a bit, honey. I think you can, I don't know, he's, he's not been right since he came back from Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, I think he's not, he's not what he were before he went sort of thing, but I think he's just getting back into it, hopefully.
4: Yeah, I think, I, I just feel that Veghorst and Jay work better than Veghorst and Kornay. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I think, I think, he tried going with what he used to have, where the big man, little man sort of thing. But I don't think it's working as well as what it used to with uh, Vegost Austin Corny. No, yeah. And, yet. and
4: uh, the midfield was changed. I knew uh, you were disappointed to see uh, Westy come back. What did you make of his performance and the performance of the entire midfield, mm-hmm. really? Because it would only be the Lennon that played well in the
5: midfield. Yeah. I thought Brownhill was see same again. He'd give it his, his, as good as he could with, with Westy alongside him. but like you say, I think, I think Cork's better suited with Brownhill, like we mentioned last time. Uh, I thought Mick, McNeil were like he were before Brighton. Uh, he were a bit backwards and sideways. And then Lennon, I thought Lennon, Lennon weren't too bad. I thought he'd give it a good go like he always yeah, has Lennon been doing. Class. Uh, but other than that, yeah, standard really, before Brighton sort of thing.
4: Yeah, it, it's pre... It's first half of the season, Burnley, isn't it, I think, for me? Yeah, um, Mick is in the comments. He says, to be fair to Corny, uh the long balls are never going to work for him. Yeah, I, I agree. He chased a lot of lost causes today. But as I said earlier, um with the, the two moments that annoyed me with him, he had a few fair, sort of like poor individual moments. Um Matt, I'm just trying to go back to some of the main talking points so I can bring you back in on him. And um, One of the questions was... I know we ask it after every game and we obviously are going to probably ask it after every game now between now and the end of the season or something's mathematically impossible or, or whatever, but do you think we will go down?
5: Mm, no, I still think there's a bit of a chance. I'm probably not as certain as I were before uh, Spurs and them games. We, we just had, but I think if we get back to how we were playing, then I think we should be all right. But if we start going how we were for start for start of the season, then yeah, I think we're down. But... See what happens.
4: Yeah, uh Sam was just giving me a good start about the corner thing. And if I get it wrong, feel free to shout because yeah. I was trying to listen to Matt yeah. and you. He scored three in five. Not one in five. I would not doing the first bit first. Three in five. Two it was scored two in five pre-AFCON. And sorry, post pre-AFCON. Yeah. I thought this right up. So he scored two goals in five games. Before AFCON and since AFCON, he's only scored one in five games. So that just goes to show that he is off the boil. But is it a fitness thing, Matt? Do you think it's a fitness thing or just a form thing?
5: I think it's a form thing. I can't see him lacking fitness or die. Shouldn't be playing playing him, would he? Uh, And he's been training in fucking God knows what temperature out in Africa. So I don't think fitness should be an issue. Yeah, you've muted yourself, Joe.
4: There you go. Thanks, Matt. Um, I've got a controversial comment, so I'm just going to quickly bring it in. Simon will probably want to shout from the other end of the room about this one. But it's from JB Sports, and he says certain players weren't fit to wear the shirt tonight, namely Torquay and McNeil. I do not know what Torquay did wrong. What did Torquay do wrong?
1: He didn't do anything more wrong than anyone else. Yeah,
4: he he didn't do... For me, JB, I don't think... McNeil was hit and miss... I thought he was a bit. I I I, I thought he was a bit poor, so I agree with you on that. Not fit to wear the shirts. Probably a bit much. Um, and <laughs> Laura says steady on. Um, but yeah, um, Matt, what do you think about that comment? Do you think taki weren't fit to wear the shirts tonight?
5: No, I think. It, I think he did everything in a could in a way, but I think he had a couple of funny days where like he ducked over it in first half and then they nearly scored from it. Uh, but other than that, I can't really remember. I think McNeil would just how we were before uh, weren't really going forward much and taking players on but what can you do when you were shut off
4: yeah fair enough Simon's making a good point behind me I don't obviously we don't know what the situation was but I remember when he did duck under the ball and then he turns around and points at his ears doesn't he, to say like you've shouted at me so maybe he's had a shout there I don't know uh, Matt thanks for bombing it on I appreciate that. You bombed it home. Um, hopefully you didn't nearly, you know, run any pensions over on, on the way home. I know you've got a bad, bad leg as well. Tried to sit in the disabled stand, but they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him sit in the disabled stand. You, you don't have a blue badge, mate. You're not really disabled, so you need to you need to have one of them, Um, probably. Um, But uh, Laura says we were just flat. Um Mick says that was right in front of us. And Pope shouted. There you go. There you go. He actually heard pork shout. Matt, like I said, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate appreciate you coming on the show. Hopefully we'll see you a bit more um, over the next few weeks because Matt is pretty keen to get on more full-time shows. So Matt, thanks for coming on the show and hopefully um, maybe after the Chelsea game, but the full-time show after the Chelsea game won't be after full-time. It might have to be on Monday, but we'll discuss it and we'll let everybody know. But Matt, thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate it. No
5: worries. Cheers, Joe. Cheers,
4: mate. Happy days. Um, and one more comment before we do wrap up. He's falling asleep behind me. Um, Laura says I wouldn't be feeling particularly worried about tonight if we weren't in the position that we were in. Yeah, true. For we obviously twelve, we'd be like, more comfortable, won't we? Um, but that's about forty minutes. Um, yeah, Laura, I'm going anyway now. I need to get back. I've got a I've got a new puppy, so I've got to go and let him out for a week. Um, but thanks everybody for watching. We will do another one of these after the Chelsea game. Like I said, it is my. Little boy's fourth birthday um, on um, Saturday, so I won't have time to do um, a a full-time show. Um, Simon normally stands in for me, but he's going to be at the party as well, so he's not going to be able to do it. Um, So we may have to do it on Sunday, but I'm working, um, so it might be on Monday as well. Me and Simon will discuss it, and we'll let you know. If you're listening on the podcast and you think you want to get involved, uh, head over to the YouTube channel and try and watch us live, and then I put the streams... Um, sorry I put the comments in the stream uh, so you can come on uh, and things like that um, if you want to do that you have to be able, obviously watching it live, you can't come on post-match um, but uh, yeah, thanks for watching everybody Laura says OMG show me the puppet, I'm not at home so I can't, I might put him in another video at some point um, but yeah, thanks everybody for watching if you're listening on the podcast excuse me, thanks everybody for listening and we will see you next time Sports Social Podcast Network
0: 18 plus.